Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial by heading over to audibletrial.com slash WTS Sports Quiz. I currently am working my way through the Dan Brown book, Inferno. That's just one of the many 180,000 titles that you can listen on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or the MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com slash WTS Sports Quiz. audibletrial.com slash WTS Sports Quiz. Broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, the man who sees that it's clearly a rebuilding year for the Electoral College. And now, here's the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Ah, America, what a time to be alive. The Cubs won the World Series, Donald Trump is president, the U.S. lots to Mexico and soccer, and people still hate the Red Starbucks Cups. But, thankfully, one thing is still consistent, the Cleveland Browns still suck. If you would like to help change sports history, though, why don't you come on and be a contestant on our show by visiting our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, and hit the Become a Contestant button on the homepage today. You can also find the show on demand on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the Sports Podcasting Network. All right, let's meet our panelists this week. First up, he is a writer for Titletown Sound Off and a co-host of the Titletown Sound Packers podcast. It's James Corsmo. Hey, folks, how's it going? Doing well, James. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. Next up, from the Big 920 WOKY in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a public address announcer for the Marquette University and Lakeshore Schnooks, please welcome Dan Pfeiffer. You just can't keep me away too long, Max. Uh, Thank God you're back, Dan. All is right with the world. (laughs) And finally, making his debut on the panel this week, he is the public address announcer for the Wisconsin Rapids Raptors, an engineer at Fox Sports, and a longtime Buffalo sports hopeful. Please welcome Tanner Burke to the program. Longtime listener, first time panelist. Good to be here. Glad Good to, to have here. you on the show, Tanner. We are excited. Welcome to you. How do you feel ahead of your very first What's the Score experience? Um, aside from the fact that I need to change my pants already, um, I'm nervous. I got cold feet. Why Dan's, is that? Dan's very threatening. He is. Uh, he is. He's tied for first in our panelist leaderboard, <laughs> so there's a lot of pressure, I guess. A lot of greatness to your left, and James has you know, just recently just, you know, just stepped into the pool, so you can maybe cling to him to, to, keep, you, to keep you afloat. Plenty of room on my float, buddy. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I've ever been called both great and threatening in the same sentence. <laughs> Either one, actually. Well, it's time to get this show on the road with our first contestant game. Joining us on the phone to play Quotable Context is Grant Coppersmith. Welcome to the show, Grant. All right, Grant, you're going to be playing our first game called Quotable Context. Game Master Shaibi will read you five quotes from this past week's news, and you must correctly identify the context of each quote. Do that at least three times, and you will win a What's the Score prize. If you do get stuck on a question, you are allowed to ask one of our three panelists for a clue, but only on one question. So make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? I am ready. All right, here is your first quote. We have to give him a chance. That was Charles Barkley this week telling people to give what newly elected official a chance at his new job? Uh, Is that President-elect Donald Trump? That is correct, yes. It's amazing when politics come into play how many people in other venues and avenues have an opinion about something and he's like save it for the political right now the sports people the you know the musicians everybody's like this is what i think it's like you're purposely not in that so just go away kind of thing but <laughs> charles barkley we know anything he says is just terrible anyway so i don't think we need to really figure out anything all right here is your next quote i think anyone can get better as long as you put your mind to it that quote coming uh, that quote coming from which U.S. Olympic gymnast who won the individual all-around gold during the last Olympics? Who was that gymnast? Um, uh, I think Gabby something. Can you be more specific? Uh, can I get, uh, I guess I'll use my hint. I got, and I have to go with Dan Pfeiffer. <laughs> okay, Dan Pfeiffer, <laughs> how can you help Grant? Um, if you would take some of the letters of this name... Um, and rearrange them a little bit, um, and actually keep them in order. You would you would get smiles. Uh, I think uh, that's Gabby, the be- uh, Smiles is her last name. 
It's not her. not Gabby. <laughs> so what do you have for an answer Gabby. for us then? It's it's not Gabby Douglas. No, if that's your if that's what you're going for, then no, it is. But it is. it's Miles. Last name is Miles, but I can't remember her first name. Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna have to not give it to you, unfortunately. Uh, Simone Biles is who we were looking for on that one. But uh, Simone Biles definitely uh, wowing the world with her Olympic performance in the Summer Games this last time around. The the Fab Five, I think, is what they were called, something like that for the uh, the all around team. The final five, final because five. the all around will now move to four going forward in oh, subsequent Olympics. I was kind of so. wondering, I was like, what's wrong? What, what happened? Like, is everybody okay? Like, it wasn't like a game show where like, oh, we made it to the final five gymnasts. Like, here we go. <laughs> Who will get a rose tonight? Will it be Gabby or will it be Simone? I don't know. I, I think you were watching The Bachelor back. It's, it's, a, it's a very popular thing in the Colburn household. All right, Grant, here is your next quote. It was so important to me that I didn't even know it was happening. We're focused on other things here. And that was what college football coaches' response when asked about the out- the outcome of Tuesday's presidential election. Nick uh, Saban, I have no. Yeah, idea. yeah, that's absolutely right. <laughs> Nicely done. Nick Saban, Alabama, I think was the only, well, they were on a bye this week, if I'm not mistaken. They were the only top four team that didn't lose. Michigan lost, um, Washington lost, and now I'm spacing on the other one. Who was the other? Clemson lost as well, too. So all off of field goals. Hmm. And they say kickers don't matter. How interesting is that? But I'm curious now. That gives other programs an opportunity, of course, to move back up the standings. Do you you guys have anybody that you think is going to move, or is any of them going to actually not even drop that far? I mean, you know, you consider, you know, Michigan, you know, barely lose. I mean, they all lost barely within, you know, a point or two. So it's not like they got blown out by any means. I think, uh, I think Wisconsin has a good chance of making it into the top five uh, eventually. I think that uh, that's a not two loss Wisconsin team. Yeah, they, yeah. The, the two losses, if you look at them, they're not they're not your typical losses. They lost by a touchdown apiece to teams that are already in the top five. That so. is true. Uh, but I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of shakeup. I think that actually. Uh, things are going to stay pretty similar to what they are now. Yeah, I would probably assume so. Ohio State, I'm sure, will will find a way to get into the top four as well. All right, Grant, here is your next quote. He comes across as a flaming hypocrite, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm not interested in a damn word that he has to say. That was Stephen A. Smith this week talking about what 49ers player after he decided to not vote in this past election. That would be Colin Kaepernick. Yes, that is correct. After the big stink, of course, with the you know the kneeling during the national anthem and all the other things you tried to call out the one man that America apparently cared about if he voted or not, didn't vote. I, I personally don't care. I don't know if anybody else cares that he didn't vote, considering the arguments he was trying to raise. It's tough. You can't force somebody to vote, you know? I you mean, can't, no. You know, it's a free country, of course. He's got a right to vote. He's got a right not to vote. I guess so. A very interesting situation, of course. But Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers not really doing much on the field, so it's his off-field presence that people care more about. All right, Grant, here is your final quote. We're, like, in love. We text all the time. That was Greg Popovich this week when he was asked how often he still talks to what recently retired NBA player. That's Kobe Bryant. No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. Tim Duncan, actually. Tim, Tim Duncan. Yeah. After, after 21 seasons with the San Antonio Spurs, Tim Duncan, uh, apparently he and Greg Popovich are so in love, they just can't get enough of each other. They Snapchat, they tweet, they do all sorts of frolicking things together. I do think it's worth noting that if Tim Duncan wants this to continue, he should make sure he does not join the media. Yes, because, yes, uh, exactly. Join the media. Greg Popovich doesn't talk to you exactly, at all. Exactly, exactly. And if you think about it, maybe he'll be on. You know, but Tim Duncan was never that big of a talker, though, either, even in, in media. So he's not outspoken like Charles Barkley or some of those other guys that are on you know, the NBA primetime shows or ESPN. Or maybe something. he spends his time texting back and forth with Pop, talking about not talking to the oh, media. Oh, there you go. I'll be like, look, you should say this, but don't, because you don't talk to the media. Game Master Shivey, how did Grant do on our quiz? Grant got three out of five correct. He's a winner. Hey, nicely done. Thank you so much for playing, Grant. Looks like we're heading to our first break now, but when we come back, our panelists will have their first crack at showcasing their knowledge of this week's sports news. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz.
So you're sitting at home probably right now thinking, hey, you know what? What's the score? Sounds like a really fun show. I'm really enjoying my time listening. But you know what you're not doing? You're not signing up to be a contestant, and we want you to do that. Go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, and click on the contact form or fill out the contestant form on the front page of the website. Or go visit us on Facebook, What's the Score of the Sports News Quiz, or on Twitter, at WTS Sports Quiz, and click on one of the social media posts that have Be a Contestant. You could win a great prize. You get to talk to Game Master Shibe. You get to talk to me. You just get to have sports news quiz fun at the highest level. It seems like a pretty obvious thing, so why are you still listening? Go! Go do that right now! Go be a contestant on What's the Score? We need you! But seriously, though, thank you. I appreciate it. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Shivey. This week, our panelists are James Corsmo, Dan Pfeiffer, and Tanner Burke. And now, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Time now for our panelists to showcase their knowledge about this past week's sports news. James, we will start with you. The Atlanta Braves got a big addition this week after they signed what longtime MLB player? Oh, boy. You know, he hit a home run last year with the Mets, and it made me happy. Indeed. <laughs> because I've been a large man my entire life. Mm. Well, except when I was a large boy, I guess. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> watching him hit it was amazing. It gave me hope. And, Indeed. Uh, There's a chance. And I'm, dr- I'm tr- completely drawing a blank on his name now. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, we've is, gotten this far. I'm, I'm, I'm stalling for time here, and I'm, I'm failing miserably. So you don't know his name, Not what a, you're telling I me. I can't remember right now, no. Mm, I, I, you can ask for a hint. I want a hint. Okay, there you go. Uh, his, his last name is something that men usually put on as a fragrance. Oh, yeah, Bartolo Colón. There it is, yes. <laughs> I was inspired by that. I think we should nominate Bartolo Colon for president in 2020. I Gave him so. hope. <laughs> Things that couldn't be accomplished? My goodness. Someone's got to run against Kanye in 2020. That's, that's <laughs> the thing right now, at least. But yes, Cologne signed a one-year $12.5 million deal. He is 43 years old. He is a pitcher. He's the second 40-year-old in the Braves pitching staff going into 2017. I guess baseball is one of those sports where age is just the number. You can play as long as you're healthy. And can still throw the ball, especially if you're a pitcher, I guess, above 85 to that 95-mile-an-hour mark. I guess I think you're fine. But it seems a little odd to be paying that much money for, for one year for, for, for Bartolo Colon. No? But he's fun to watch. Well, But is he worth $12.5 million? They want the seats. It's a brand-new stadium. they got to put somebody in there. I was going to say. He's going to take a couple, couple seats, I think, if he's in there. He's going to take. He'd fill a couple <laughs> seats. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some of that money is going to go into the renovations to the stadium plan so that, anyhow. Concessions? <laughs> yeah, the concession yeah. stand. Dan, the next one's for you. HBO announced this week that they'll be canceling what sports show on their network? Ooh, it's the sports show hosted by Bill Simmons. I just hope I get the day of the week right because, uh, <laughs> like most other folks, I can't say that I watch the show regularly. I believe it was called Any Given Wednesday. Yes, yes, yes. that is correct. Any Given Wednesday. In a statement last Friday, HBO said that they are closing the show. Uh, November 9th was the final day, and HBO and Simmons mutually agreed to depart ways at the end of the series. It just never really gained a lot of traction. It was kind of that interview style for Bill Simmons, but after he kind of stopped being a part of ESPN, he just never really got back onto the, the ropes. And HBO is not exactly a, a sports channel. It's different if it had been like Fox Sports 1 or something like that. Very popular show with the Adams family, but not so much with the rest of America. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Tanner, question over for you now. Uh, it wasn't the normal Dos Acero Friday night as the U.S. soccer team took on what familiar foe in Columbus, Ohio? What is... Mexico. This is in jeopardy. Want to try it again? <laughs> <laughs> it's your first time. We got to swash the bugs while we can. All right, uh, Mexico. Yes, the yeah, Mexico there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mexico. Mexico won two to one on the 88th minute goal from Rafa Marquez. It's the first time Mexico has won in Columbus, Ohio, in nine games as well. People were yelling at Jurgen Klinsmann for tinkering with the lineup, and Tim Howard also got hurt as well, so they had to replace the goalkeeper and just kind of leaves it kind of wide open for the U.S. going forward. But uh, it's not a crucial loss because there's still plenty of time in the qualifying group, of course. 
Well, all, we're heading to a break, but when we come back, our second contestant will play a very yummy game. We'll show you what we mean in just a few minutes when we come back on What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. What's the score would like to take this time to thank one of our partners, Vavil USA, the international online sports newspaper for their support. Head over to vavil.com slash en-us today as they provide professional reporting on all major sports in the USA. Follow them on Twitter at vavil underscore USA and go like their Facebook page for prime access to the ultimate source for sports coverage on the web. We here at What's the Score are proud to partner with a terrific organization like Vavil USA. Well, hey, everybody, this is Baxter. I just want to take a quick minute to point something out. We've been on the air for almost a year. It's amazing how long this show has actually been going on with all the other stuff that we have going on in our lives. But Game Master Shabby and I have worked really hard, and we are thrilled to continue to be on the air. But there's one thing that we haven't done a lot of so far. We haven't done a lot of live shows. So if you're sitting at home right now thinking to yourself, you know, I really would like a great sports news trivia quiz show to come and do a live event at my church, at my fair, at my restaurant, at whatever, why not contact us? We'd love to come out and do it. Send us an email, wtsportsquiz at gmail.com, or visit the contact form on our website, wtsportsquiz.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out if we can't come and do some crazy sports news trivia fun with you. All right, enough of this. Let's get back to the action. Game Master Shiby, take it away. Hello, all, and welcome back to the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master. We have a fantastic panel here today. It's Dan Pfeiffer, Tanner Burke, and James Corsmo, and they'll have the opportunity to show their prowess in just a little bit. Before that, though, here's the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn! Thank you, Josh. Coming up, we put our panelists to the test in our Name 5 Panelist Showdown. If you would like to play our games on the air, why not visit our website, wtsportsquiz.com, and sign up to play a game today. Playing our next game, called Food for Thought, is Kyle Tate. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. Kyle, we're excited to have you on the show. Uh, As you probably know, the sports world is full of many funny terms that have food-related meanings to describe a happening during a game. In this game, we'll ask you five questions about food terms in sports. Answer at least three correctly, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. If you get stuck, you can ask one of our panelists for a hint, but on only one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Yeah, I think I'm ready. All right, here is your first question. In soccer, a move where you dribble through an opponent's legs is called what? A, a nutmeg, B, a cinnamon stick, or C, oversalting? Um, a. A, a nutmeg? Yes, that is correct. The back of a soccer net is sometimes referred to as what? Is it A, banana satchel, B, point sack, or C, onion bag? I'm going to say C, onion bag. Yes, that is correct. Two for two. I like it. All right, here is your next one, Kyle. This is a term for someone who cannot catch a ball. Also, this would be a collection of delicious candy bars that are not sponsors of this show. We promise. Is it A, Baby Ruth's, B, Butterfingers, or C, Whoppers? B, Butterfingers. Yes, that is correct. All right, I have an issue with this. Whoppers are not candy bars. They are small candy ah, objects. They're candy so. as a whole. Candy and therefore not the correct answer. But if anybody, uh. if either three of those wanted to sponsor the show, we would not say no. Stump the Shy be brought to you by Whoppers. All right, here <laughs> is your next one, Kyle. In the game of cricket, this is a term used to liken a poor bowler to a clown. Is it A, a pie thrower, B, wearing the oversized shoes, or C, a red nose wearing fool? Uh, A, a pie thrower. Yes, that is correct. 
I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> I don't know how you knew that either, but you did. That's all that matters. All right, here is your final one. Let's see if we can go for perfect, Kyle. Uh, a player who is flashy and full of themselves is often referred to as A, Dan Fife. I'm sorry, A, a hot dog, <laughs> B, stir-fried, or C, toast. Uh, a, a hot dog. Yes, that is correct. Hey, Master Shivey, how did Kyle do on our quiz? Kyle got five out of five correct. He's a winner. Hey, hey, nicely done. Thank you so much for playing, Kyle. We appreciate it. All right, panel, some more questions for you. Dan, we'll start with you. ESPN announced this week that they will have a 30 for 30 special coming out soon about what famous folded league? <laughs> They've already had one about the USFL. This one will be about He Hate Me and the XFL. Yes, that is correct. It'll be coming out three days before Super Bowl 51. ESPN Films will, will premiere the 30 for 30 documentary, This Was the XFL, directed by Charlie Herbosol, apparently. I don't know. It's going to be a, a very candid and fascinating sort of conversation and documentary. I never watched the XFL. I was too young, and my parents are like, yeah, no, not happening. Did anybody actually, any of you three ever watch the XFL? What was, what was the draw of it, or what, what, what did people... Well, there was no draw. That's why it folded after week two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, it, it, was, it, was, it was a different league. I mean, every, the rules were different it was promoted by vince mcmahon who clearly is you know one of the best promoters should have should have been great then it should have been however there were no folding chairs or salt thrown in the eyes or anything like that you know it was very there was a lot of showmanship but the the product was just bad were you allowed to hold you were allowed to pretty much do anything you wanted well did they know what a catch was Better than the NFL. Then how did that league <laughs> fold? That's my question, I guess. If you can do those two things right there, that, that alone. But uh, a very interesting documentary that I'm sure many folks will be wanting to take a look at. All right, Tanner, the next one's for you. Johnu Smith of FIU saw his college football career come to a close this week after what happened to him. So bad. Oh, man. This is uh, – do we get hints you as do well? You get a hint, yes. Is it, is I like want to hear your hint if you've got one. Like game, a ball I don't have one. You don't have hand. one? Um, I, w- I would say <laughs> – well, he, he's, he's no longer going to be able to play college football because um, – I don't know what the best way is to give a hint on this. Uh, it involved his girlfriend um, pouring something on him. I'm going to go out on a limb and say – his girlfriend sicked a bunch of wild wolverines on him, oh, and he yes. has mm. only four toes remaining, something like that along those lines. <laughs> you so were so close. close. So, so close. So nearly close. No, not oh. at all. Uh, his, his pregnant girlfriend um, poured boiling water on his head oh. during the middle of an argument. So that was my next guess. If you ever want to stop an argument, pour boiling water on your <laughs> opponent's head. And you will probably kill them. No, please uh, don't do that. What's the score? Does not endorse. We that do not endorse. Either. Yes, pouring <laughs> boiling water. Smith was actually uh, a, a very promising NFL tight end, uh, you know, prospect going forward. But uh, he will never play college football again, wow. and might not get to play in the NFL either because of having hot water, scalding water mm-hmm. poured on the top of his head. I don't know how you got that close with a hot water pan. You're like, ah, there you go. It's like even if you like throw it, you can kind of dodge. You'd think you'd see it coming. You know, I think so. Maybe. <sighs> I don't know. All right, James, last question here this round goes to you. Uh, a former NBA player came out this week saying that he believes that he is the biggest bust in NBA history. Who is that man? Oh, growing up in Portland, Oregon, as I did, uh, I've kept the tabs on this guy after he, we'd, uh, the, the Blazers drafted him, and uh, he summarily tanked his whole entire career. Greg Oden. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Drafted first overall back in 2007 by the Trailblazers, but the injuries just continued to just wreck him and forced him out um, after at the age of just 28 as a whole. He played in China last year, but he just couldn't stay healthy long enough, and it's like a lot of micro-fractures and a lot of these other things that just sound painful. But the guy was seven feet tall. I mean, if you really expect to stay in good physical condition, you, it's next to impossible, I feel like. You're just way too tall. Like, well, yeah. Better to be, uh, be lo- short. and Longer the bone, the longer the chances of hurting it? I don't know. I think that's how I'm it not works. a bone doctor. Don't we don't know. have any, you know, bone-tologists or whatever I'm they're called. I'm not a scientist. Scientist? No. You just play one on TV? Just hoping Sometimes. that quote doesn't get taken out of context. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, it's time for another break. That was not an intentional pun, by the way. <laughs> but don't worry. I was like, what's well, going on? Oh, got it. <laughs> we'll be right back, and we'll have another round of questions for our panelists. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz.
Hey guys, this is Baxter. I want to take a quick minute to let you know that we've changed a couple of things here at What's the Score. The show will no longer be broadcast live on Sunday afternoon or evenings anymore. Instead, you can find the show every Monday morning on demand right at your fingertips at 8 a.m. Central Time. Go and download it on iTunes. Visit us on Spreaker.com or go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, to get the most recent show and past shows as well. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything that What's the Score is doing. So once again, no more live shows, but go and download it. iTunes, Spreaker.com, and What's the Score, WTSSportsQuiz.com. James Corsmo of TitletownSoundOff.com here with the man they call Bobo. Howdy. And we want to tell you a bit about our podcast, Titletown Sound. We're fans of the Green Bay Packers, as I'm sure many of you are, and we know there are plenty of opinions out there. But we think we give you some unique takes that vary between the level-headed and sensible, all the way to the entertainingly absurd. That's our specialty, the entertainingly absurd. Sure is. We've got other hosts to talk sensible-like. So the website is Titletown Sound Off, and the podcast is Titletown Sound? That's right. So the podcast just leaves off the off? Yes. So fans of the Packers should go in to TitletownSoundOff.com to get into the podcast. Exactly. That's a lot of prepositions. Sure is, James. It sure is. Now back to two of my favorite prepositions on the interwebs, Baxter and Josh. Those are nouns. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. We're broadcasting from the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, and we're playing this week with Tanner Burke, James Corsmo, and Dan Pfeiffer. And here once again is the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a great show so far. A reminder for you to check out our upcoming themed episode. Next week, we will be doing a Thanksgiving episode, so it'll be a lot of fun. You will not want to miss it. And then our final episode of the month will be a best of What's the Score? So some good action coming your way and the very best of Dan Pfeiffer as well. So you will not want to miss it. <laughs> there is such a thing? We've, we've thought about doing just a the best of Dan Pfeiffer on What's the Score? You've been on enough times that we could probably put together. We haven't referenced the great Fifini in a long time, so we should bring that back for those newer listeners. Like, what's the great Fifini? It's kind a, of like a long-standing inside it's, joke. It's a myth. Person, so. It's a legend yeah. that only Wikipedia knows about. Anyway, <laughs> it is time for a segment we like to call "Stump the Shyby." The way it works is I will give Game Master Shyby two sports facts. One of them is true, one of them is totally wrong, and he must tell me which one of those two facts is the correct one. Are you ready, Game Master Shyby? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Your first sports fact is China did not win their first medal in the Olympics until 1976. That's your very first one. Your second one, also Olympic-related. At the first modern Olympics, winners actually received silver medals, not gold, for finishing first in an event. You know, I seem to remember hearing or reading about that second one. Mm, um, interesting. So, you know, I'm actually just going to go ahead and Are say you? that that is the correct one. Yeah, well, you would be correct. Yes, nicely done. And actually, China did not win their first medal until 1984, actually. Wow. Yeah. I was completely thrown off by that. But it was funny. When they, when they hosted the Olympic Games, they won 100 total medals in that, in that one. So they've come a little bit more from that first one. But uh, it's funny, a nation like China taking that long, I feel like, to get to, to the Olympic stand. But, hey, everyone's got their own path to greatness. I mean, look at us, Game Master Shivey. Uh, I believe we have some more panelist questions now, do we not? We do. It's time for our last slate of questions for our panelists this week. Tanner, the first one's for you. Of Lebr- course it is. <laughs> <laughs> you were tracking the progression. Yes, that's how it goes. <laughs> LeBron James and Michelle Obama teamed up to crush what popular movement this week? Oh, it wasn't the bowels. Um, oh, man. What popular movement was it? I already used my hint, right? You so can I, ask for more hints. Can I ask for more hints? Did I get like a breakfast ball for, being, for it being my first day? Absolutely. I mean, you get, you get a hint per question. A hint per question? Yeah. 
You know what? I'm going to use my hint. Okay, okay so yeah. this is, you know, everybody remembers the, the other sorts of social media crazes over the last couple of years. Uh, this one, the name of it centers around something that you would see in a store that would display clothing. What is a clothing rack, Baxter? That is not <laughs> correct. No, the... Um, <laughs> The mannequin challenge. The mannequin challenge. Do you know what course. the mannequin challenge is? I do. I do. Uh, I try and get about eight hours <laughs> of it. I don't know if night. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you know what the mannequin challenge is. Yeah. You nod in your head. Like, yeah. You're like, of course, the mannequin challenge. Oh, yeah. The clothing just, rack challenge is when my wife goes to Kohl's. <laughs> ah, like, no, honey, only $400 this week, not seven. I just picture uh, Michelle Obama and LeBron James just hanging out, just, you know, playing FIFA, and then the two of them just. They just stop. They freeze up. You know, it's just the two of them, though, just hanging out, mannequin it up. Obama you know might mean? be a little jealous about that. Yeah. But no, it was uh, the <laughs> entire – the Cavaliers' full team was there for their, their, their visit to the White House, as they did for becoming, you know, 2015 NBA champions. And the whole crew was kind of standing in, like, a, the hallway doing different things, as you do for the mannequin challenge. And the Oba- uh, Mrs. Obama and LeBron were trying to take a selfie among the group. It's adorable. It is. It's very adorable. It's fantastic. I know. Has anybody anybody participated in the mannequin challenge yet? I haven't seen anybody that I personally know yet participating in it, but it seems to be a big craze with the sports teams. Like after they win a big game or something, they'll go in the locker room and do all kinds of weird things. And There have been a few gymnastics ones that have been really cool. Yeah, I've seen those. I, I, um, Hillary Clinton and her campaign staff did it on the airplane as oh, well, too, before election night, too. I thought that was kind of kind of cool, among other things. All right, uh, moving on. James, question for you. Cassius Marsh is a defensive end for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, he recently had two backpacks stolen. Very sad moment. Uh, one contained his team-issued iPad. Very important. The other contained what magical thing? Hmm. What magical thing? Mm-hmm. Why don't you uh, go ahead and hit me with one of them there hints? Yeah. Aside from, you know, Pokemon, you know, this was the other popular trading card game to play that uh, you can actually still compete in championships around the world for. Isn't that uh, Magic the Gathering? Yes, uh, that is correct. <laughs> That poor guy. He had cases of Magic the Gathering cards stolen. Man, when you're an NBA, when you're an NFL player and you can afford, you know, all the the special powerful cards, I mean, I guess why not? But I feel like I'd spend my money on other things if I was making several million dollars a year. I don't year. know who I feel worse for, him or the guy who took the backpack. I know, I'd be like, oh, I got an iPad. What did I get? Oh, oh cards. Magic cards. It depends on who you sell it what? to. Those cards are probably worth more though than the iPad. Bleepity glork with a special power of nine. <laughs> The bleepity glork, huh? I, I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. I have no idea. Is that something he has to cry to his mother about and say, hey, you know, my, this, this kid came up, he stole my backpack, took all my magic cards? <laughs> You'd be like, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> You're hitting men You're a multi-millionaire. Yes, why are you still collecting those darn magic Take cards? Take it to Target. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right, Dan, last one's for you. Aside from the U.S. men's national team losing to Mexico, the team also lost a very important player due to injury during the game. Who was it? Oh, you know, I was I, I will fully admit that I did not watch the match. It uh, was a night that I had some other things going on. Can you hit me with a hint? Absolutely. Some might call him the secretary of defense. Ah, uh, that would be if we're talking about the individual who had a number of hyperbolic terms given to him when uh, the U.S. was last in the World Cup. Are we talking about Tim Howard? Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Nicely done. We got there eventually. <laughs> Brad Guzan had to replace him, and as many folks know, obviously led to Mexico winning off of a corner kick that Josie Altidore forgot to mark his man on. But the bigger question, though, is for Colorado Tim's uh, club team, as they are deep in the MLS playoff race without Tim Howard defending the goal. Things could get tough for them. We'll say this, though. Uh, one of the center backs for Colorado is Axel Hoiberg, yes. who is a Marquette University that alum, is, whose name yes. I had the chance to try and pronounce correctly. I always correctly wondered how you had to say the last name, but <laughs> Axel Hoiberg? Yeah, he actually, we, we consulted with him personally, and he said there is a sound in his last name that is not in the English language. So, ah, so as an announcer, you're like... Okay, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I did my best. Hoiberg was the, was the best Please don't way. do anything during the game, Axel. I do not want to say your name. In his, in his last name, there's an S, a J, an O with an umlaut. I think there's a Batman symbol. It's kind of crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it's time for me to break up the phone once again. But when we come back, our final contestant will play another one of our new games. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz.
Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn. Just want to take a quick minute to remind all of you to go check us out on social media. You can go find us on Facebook by searching for What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. And while you're on our Facebook page, why not invite some of your friends to come like our Facebook page as well? You can go and check out all the great recordings that we do, behind-the-scenes pictures. You can see the different videos we do with a lot of our panelists as well. And just get to know What's the Score a little bit better as well. Also, go check us out on Twitter, at WTS Sports Quiz, and at WTS Sports Quiz on Instagram as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the three most powerful things on the social media spectrum right now. And what's the score is on all of them. Go and check us out today. Welcome back, everyone. This is What's the Score, the sports news quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master. Our Name 5 panelist showdown is coming up. But first, we have a new game called Did You See That? Here to get the game going is your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's Baxter Colbert. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Just a reminder to go check out our website, WTSportsquiz.com. Find out where Dan Pfeiffer and many others rank on our panelist leaderboard. Get to know our staff. And, of course, listen to past shows of What's the Score? It's time now to welcome in our final contestant. Playing our last game is Tommy Jones. Welcome to the show, Tommy. Hey, how's it going? Doing good, Tommy. We're thrilled to have you on. Uh, This past week of sports was full of a lot of interesting and fun events. Whether they were on or off the field, the sports world provides us with some great things that we can't seem to wait for the next event or sports game to take place. In this game, which we're calling Did You See That?, We'll ask you six questions about this past week's sports news that you probably heard about. Answer at least four questions correctly, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. If you get stuck, you can ask one panelist for a hint, but on only one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Yep, sounds good. All right, here is your first one. Who showed up to his UFC 205 press conference and took his opponent's belt over to his table and said, Sorry, I'm effing late. Was it A, Conor McGregor, B, Eddie Alvarez, or C, Nate Diaz? Uh, I'm going to go with Conor McGregor. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) Conor McGregor. Very soft-spoken man. Doesn't say much. Very short <laughs> stature. Doesn't. You didn't say it with the accent, Baxter. Try and say it with the Sorry, accent. Sorry, I'm effing late. <laughs> and it's, it's hard to, like, when you have to, like, beep out half the word, it doesn't come out as, as good, I guess. You can't really, uh, behind it. You don't have the umph. I don't, I guess. I'm All too- right, next question. Which NBA player just claimed this week that he was the best player in the NBA? Was it A, Russell Westbrook, B, James Harden, or C, Derrick Rose? Oh, um... And you do have a hint if you want to use it, Tommy, just so you're aware. You don't have to, but you have it available. Um, just what I said, too. I'm going to try and go with James Harden. Yes, that is correct. Nicely done. James Harden. Is he really, though? I mean, I feel like there's players that weren't even in those three options that I think might be a little bit better. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. No? Hey, Derrick Rose is the best player in the hospital, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those ER pickup teams always pick Derek first. Be like, Derek, man, we got you. We, the wheelchair basketball leagues, they love him. All right, here is your next one. Uh, which NFL team started 5-0 and and has since, as of today, gone 0-4? Is it A, the Denver Broncos, B, the Kansas City Chiefs, or C, the Minnesota Vikings? I'm going to go C, the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, that is correct. For our listening audience, please do not be confused that I am wearing Vikings purple. Wait. Either way, I, I just, uh, it just goes with the outfit, okay? I do not support the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I support teams that are even better at collapsing like the Green Bay Packers. Next question. <laughs> Which undefeated NBA team fell this week with their first loss? Was it A, the Golden State Warriors, B, the Oklahoma City Thunder, or C, the Cleveland Cavaliers? Um... I'm going to go with the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is incorrect. No, it was actually oh. the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They got off to a 6-0 and start and then finally dropped a game. But still a long way to go. People are even saying don't freak out too badly about the Golden State Warriors, even though they've lost a couple games to get the season going. It's a long NBA season. Steph Curry is still really, really good. All right, here is your next one. Uh, this week on First Take's Best Debater Competition, uh, Stephen A. Smith said that who was the best owner in the NFL? Is it A. Roger Kraft, B. Jerry Jones, or C. John Elway? 
Hmm. I'm wanting to say Jerry Jones. Okay, that would be correct. Yes, Jerry Jones. Dan, I would love to hear your thoughts. You're shaking your head like that's wrong Jer- for some reason. Jerry Jones may be – there may be no owner in the NFL who has more power than Jerry Jones. Correct. But if you want to know why the NFL has headed in the direction that it's headed, Jerry Jones is a good place to start. So. Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. And Roger Kraft, I think, has done a fairly good job. John Elway's not the owner of the Broncos. He's the GM, though, right? Right, I mean, yeah. But it, no, but Rob, Rob, Robert Kraft's been good, but Jerry Jones has been entirely too much about the business of the NFL and not enough about the effectiveness and play of the NFL and uh, as a result you've had he was the main figure behind the Rams moving from St. Louis to Los Angeles he's mm-hmm. the one that's encouraging the Raiders to move to Las Vegas uh, it's all about the money yeah and uh, that's been the problem with the NFL too much about money not enough about the quality of the product yeah I'd agree with you all right Tommy here's your final question Steph Curry is known for making threes this last week he set the record for the amount of them in a game how many did he make was it A, 17, B, 13, or C, 14? Oh, I remember this. Uh, would I be able to get a hint? You do, yes. Do you want to talk to James, Tanner, or Dan for your hint? I'll go, I'll go Tanner. Tanner. All right, Tanner. How can you help out Tommy? Well, Tommy, let me just say it is probably not your luckiest number. Ah, that, that's right. I remembered correctly. I wanted to use Lifeline just in case. I'm going to go with 13. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> game Master Shibe, how did Tommy do on our game? Tommy got five out of six correct. He's a winner. Hey, hey, hey. Nicely done. Thanks so much for playing, Tommy. And Tanner gets an additional point for giving that successful Ooh, hint. Thank hey, God. hey, way to go, Tanner. My wallet was feeling a little thin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we give them singles for correct points? <laughs> Don't look at me. (laughs) That kind of show. (laughs) Oh, the moment you've all been waiting for is almost here. Stick around and listen to our panelists duke it out in the Name 5 Panelist Showdown coming up right after the break. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick minute to remind you to go and check out our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. It has all the latest information about WTS and everything that's going on. Find out more information about Game Master Shibe. Check out the blog section to see what our latest articles are. Or even go and check out our panelist leaderboard, our archive, and all the numerous other things that you can find by visiting us at WTS Sports Quiz. And if you want to be a contestant, why not fill out our contact form or our contestant form and let us know if you want to be a part of our terrific show today. Thanks so much for listening, and let's get back to the action. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Shibe. Our panelists have been getting ready for their final showdown. While they do, here's your host at the Attention Era Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. We've had a great show for you today, a very exciting one, as always, and we are thrilled to be moving along with the show as well. We had a new panelist as well. Tanner's done all right, Game Master Shabby, wouldn't you say? He's, I he's hung in there. Yeah. But now, still alive. Now is the real test, Game Master Shabby. What time is it? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown. Our panelists will be given four topics in which they will have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category. However, they cannot repeat answers. 
One point is awarded for each correct answer. Game Master Shiby, can you give us the scores, please? I can. It's a very close game. Tanner's in third with two points, and Dan and James are tied with three. Oh, all right. So, Tanner, you will be leading us off our category for round number one. You'll be naming five NHL teams. Ten seconds and begin. Buffalo Sabres, Dallas Stars, Minnesota Wild, L.A. Kings, Toronto Maple Leafs. There you go. Yeah, five. Need is five. Yeah, nicely done. We applaud the Fivers. Well done. All right, James, over to you. Ten seconds and begin. Detroit Red Wings, Chicago Blackhawks, New York Rangers, New York Islanders, and the St. Louis Blues. There you go. He got five as well. Off to a roaring start. All right, Dan. Ten seconds and go. Uh, let's see here. San Jose Sharks, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Florida Panthers, the Capitals, and the uh, Coyotes. There you go. Yes, he also got five. Now, was it the Phoenix or the Arizona Coyotes? Now Arizona. Ah, there we go. I think they don't even fully know. <laughs> All right, uh, James, we'll start with you for round number two. You'll be naming five retired NFL players. Okay, simple okay. enough. Absolutely. Ten seconds and begin. Jim Kelly, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, Brett Favre, Shannon Sharp. There you go. We got five again. Now, are you sure Brett Favre is retired? For now. Okay, <laughs> we could still come back. Cleveland still needs a quarterback. Maybe Brett will come out. All right, Dan, over to you. Ten seconds and begin. Y.A. Tittle, Bart Starr, Johnny Blood McNally, Don Hudson, and Ray Nitschke. Who was the first one that you said? Uh, Y.A. Tittle, he was a quarterback. <laughs> Your producer is nodding at you. Take my word for okay, it. I can take Fran Tarkington, too. Yes, there you go. I'll take it. Five again. Yes, it's appropriate to say it was the actual name of the guy. Like, whoa, whoa, hey. He was so excited to be able to say that. All right, ten, ten seconds and go. Ed Reed, Drew Bledsoe, Tim Couch, wide right Scott Norwood, and the new Hall of Fame elect Andre Reed. Yes, there you go. Nicely done. Everybody's perfect so far, Game Master Shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you this third round. Uh, you'll be naming five basketball terms. Okay, so terms related to the sport of basketball. Ten seconds and begin. Dribbling, lane, the three-point line, timeout, and scores table. There you go. Yes, you got five. Nicely done. All right, Tanner, over to you. Ten seconds and go. Personal foul, technical foul, free throw, substitution, and can I say, like, assistant coach? Is that a thing? Yeah, technically. All right. Yeah, they, they use them in the basketball world. So, All right, James. Ten seconds, basketball terms, and begin. Key, block, traveling, double dribble, and center. There you go. Look at that. Wow. Everybody's perfect. Game after Shabby as we head into the final round, what are the scores? Tanner's in third with 17 points, and Dan and James are tied with 18. How interesting. Now, the way our final round works is you will have 10 seconds to name as many of, not just five, all right? Tanner, you will be going first because you are in last place. You'll be naming as many teams as you can, pro teams with yellow or gold in their color scheme. 10 seconds and begin. Nashville Predators, Golden State Warriors, uh, Milwaukee Brewers have a little bit. Um, oh man, this is where I blow up. Uh, three. He got three. Uh, no big geez. deal. Uh, flip a coin. Who's going next to break it? James. James. All right. That's who I was hoping it would be. It landed <laughs> in the middle and then it fell Tail, finally. I know. All right, James. Ten seconds. As many as you can. Team pro teams with yellow or gold in their colors. And go. Jacksonville Jaguars, Green Bay Packers, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, All right, we got four. So what is Dan looking at, Game Master Shibe? Dan needs four to tie and five to win. All right, Dan, ten seconds and go. The L.A. Kings, the Boston Bruins, the Kansas City Royals have some gold. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals have yellow in their beak. Um, That is true. Oh! So what happens now? Well, now we have to do a tiebreaker. How interesting between... Between Dan and James. Wow. Isn't that fun? Tanner, we'll get back to you in a moment. I'll be here. All right. (laughs) So since James got to go first and we broke it before, Dan will go first this time. Dan, you will be naming as many as you can NFL teams. 
Okay, 10 seconds and go. Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings, Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville Jaguars, Washington Redskins, New York Jets, New York Giants, New England Patriots, uh, Seattle Seahawks. 11, 11 total for Dan. So James, you have to get a minimum of 12. You cannot tie. There's still enough teams out there mathematically. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> I was counting. I got it. They're out there. I don't know if they're, they're out here. There. They're exactly. Out there. All right. Here we go. Ten seconds and go. The Los Angeles Rams, the uh, Houston Texans, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Miami Dolphins, uh, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers, the Atlanta Falcons. Six. Six total. All right. So, Game Master Shiby, what are the final scores this week? The final scores are Tanner in third with 20 points, James in second with 28, and Dan's the big winner with 33 points. Hey, hey. The great Fly Feeney continues to roll on. Nicely done, Dan. How, how do you feel? I think you, I think you lost last time you were on the show, didn't you? Or um, are you okay? Maybe not. That was two shows ago when you lost to Yandemar. So yeah, you've since then. A few times around. Yeah, you know, uh, when you get to that tiebreaker, going first is such a big advantage. So, hey, you know, James, great job uh, on your first time through. Really give you a lot of credit. That was uh, quite the competition there. And, uh, Tanner, you know, you might have won the Northwoods League with the Wisconsin <laughs> Rapids <laughs> Raptors this year. There it is. But uh, had to kind of set you down today. But, hey, thanks for coming on. And uh, <laughs> there you go. Hey. Lake Shore Chinooks, 2013. There you go. There you go. You didn't but, wear the uh, championship ring today. I didn't. I no, it's still sitting in the car. I forgot it's about it. It's in the car. It's in the car. Somebody go find Dan Pfeiffer's car. <laughs> find it. Find it. Tanner, your first time on the show. Uh, what would you make of your first What's the Score experience, sir? Uh, my legs are tired. Um, <laughs> I clearly need to eat before I come into the show next time. Uh, there's plenty of water, which is a good thing, yes, so I'm not going to go to make thirsty. you well hydrated. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, in double jeopardy, I think I'm going to shine. I think I have a chance to come back and beat Dan. Uh, wait a minute. Do you want to tell him the show's over, or should I, Game Master? Um, you can do that. Okay. <laughs> well, either way, though, Tanner, we appreciate you coming it's on good the show to be this here. week. Thank James, uh, second time on the show, your first quote-unquote normal show. You were on a theme show last time the World Series won, but uh, your first real show in the bag, what would you make of it? I had a blast, as always. If I'm going to get schooled like that, I'd, I'm glad it's by Dan, because he's a good guy to get schooled by, I guess. <laughs> That's All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Congratulations. Did, I did get a 33 on my ACT once upon a time, but I don't know. <laughs> there it is. What's the Score has been a production of Attention Era Media. A special thanks to our contestants and studio audience here at the Attention Era Media Studios. Our panelists this week have been James Corsmo, Dan Pfeiffer, and Tanner Burke. Our social media producer is Tony Larson. Our social media staff is comprised of Emily Heffler and Christian Gill. Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our show producers were David Bobke and Caleb Pearson. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn. I've been your game master, Josh Scheibe. And I've been your host, Baxter Colburn. Thanks so much for listening in. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving when you join us next time on What's the Score. What's the Score?